Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to this late night edition with Lupus and Jay Talks to the People Radio. This is a special edition, something I haven't done before at this hour, but I thank everyone for coming on and joining me for this show tonight. And joining me is Mrs. Jay Talks to the People. And I also have my guest, of course, Mr. Lupus. Mr. Lupus, how are you today? Doing well, doing very well. How are you doing today? I can't complain. Doing pretty good today. And uh, Miss Brittany, is Miss Brittany there as well? Hi, how are you? Good. Glad both of you can make it on today. And uh, Miss Miss Rain, are you there? You're yeah, the I'm air. here as well. Yeah, I'm here. How are you guys doing today? Doing awesome. <laughs> Good. That's great. Okay, glad you can all make it on. And of course, today's show is. Um, pretty much going into about the paranormal and in reference to Lupus, Lupus Creepers channel. Lupus, go into about how people can find you and find your content and the type of things you do on YouTube. Well, uh, our channel is on YouTube. Uh, the channel name is Lupus Creepers. And... Uh, what we do is we do a, a few different things. Uh, I started out doing narrations of stories and creepypastas, uh, but probably the biggest thing that we do now is our series called Will It Kill Me, where uh, myself and my crew uh, try out different ghostly games and rituals and see if they actually work. And we try them out in camera and see if we can get anything. Um, yeah, Brittany has been a. Actually, yeah, you've been there from the start since I started. I started trying to haunt your house too. <laughs> yeah. And Miss Brittany, you have a you have a channel of your own, is that right? 
Like so, so basically, what what got y'all started in doing this, doing this kind of thing? Uh, well, for me, I've always really enjoyed reading ghost stories and you know reading about the paranormal and all that and. Pretty much, you know, when we discovered our creepy pastas and kind of got sucked in, and I just went in the bin and started reading much stories. And I found that I really enjoyed the ritual category of these stories. So they write out different instructions for you to do these following things. You can either get like, immortality or something, or a ghost will come and kill you or the like. And I always wondered, really, in the back of my mind, would any of these actually work? I decided to roll that crazy idea and started Will It Kill Me. Uh, the first one we tried was uh, Tomino's Hell, which was a poem, a, a Japanese poem that supposedly if you read it out loud, you'd actually start feeling sick and passing out or the like. And then uh, Brittany's segment, I think, kind of spawned a little bit from that. But you want to go into the details about what got you into Pinchifical? I started doing this because I was told I wasn't supposed to do this growing up. So, rebellion. <laughs> That's it. Just rebellion. All right. All right. Well, we, now we're going to try to go into our experiences. Some of us have some experiences we can tell with things that we probably don't have an explanation for. Mrs. J, talk to the people. You get to step up to the plate and talk about your experiences with possibly the other side. Hi, everyone. Um, my experience, um, I mean, I remember when I was a little kid, I would see, like, ghosts um, or spirits. And I know even growing up, um, when I would go to a friend's house or friends would come over to my house, we would play, like, those um, those games and to see if they work. Because um, I remember going in to the bathroom and doing the Bloody Mary, but, I, I mean, I never recall if anything happened. Um, but that's all. I'll turn it back over to Mr. J Talks to the people. Okay, and... Do you guys have any questions for Mrs. J talks to the people? Anything you'd like to know in addition to what she said? Yeah, this is Mrs. Rain. Um did did Mrs. J's talks to the people, did she say that she's seen ghosts and stuff? Like yeah, when I remember I would, I would see I remember um when I used to wake up in the middle of the night, I would see a little girl standing by my bedroom door. Oh my god. Oh, wow. That's that's really um interesting because I had, like, a similar experience when I was a child. I probably was under eight, and um, we used to rent this house in Texas outside of Killeen, which is out outside of um, Fort Hood, and I had the middle room, and for some reason the middle room had, like, a pink, I want to say it had, like, a red light in it, and I was playing around, and everybody else, 
was in the kitchen making, like, they were making something to drink, making something to eat. And I turn on a light, and it's this little girl that's in the corner just laughing. It was so creepy. I never slept in that room again. <laughs> no explanation. Did you, did you have nightmares that follow? Um, No nightmares about that in specific. I mean, I've had nightmares before. Uh, some of my nightmares I have uh, what they call night terrors sometimes, like sleep paralysis. Um, but it's not related to that. That right there is something completely different. I never experienced that before, and I don't never want to experience that again because that is an actual vision. Like that's actual, uh, like you actually are seeing something. You can lie to yourself about sleep paralysis and say, okay, this isn't something like that. This is something medical or something like that. But when you actually think you see something, that's really different. Okay, Lupus Creepers, Brittany, it's your turn. Well, with with everything that uh, I've done, I'm probably the the exact opposite. I have not really had any experiences uh, myself. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Probably the closest thing I've had to an experience would be. Um, this wasn't on camera. This was before the YouTube channel and everything. I, I remember one night I was laying in my bed, and at the time I had a, I had a bunk bed and it was you know raised up high, and my my clock was down below. So if I wanted to see what time it was at the middle of the night, I had to sit up and kind of look over the edge of it. And one night I remember waking up and sitting up, and I put my hand in my lap and I went to look over to see the time, and then I felt something grab my wrist and I always kind of laugh at this because my first reaction wasn't oh god oh god something grabbed me it was confusion like what what is this huh and then I pulled back and I felt it resist and once I felt it resist that's when it kind of clicked in my head what was happening and then I freaked <laughs> out I, I yelled I, I my parents came running in they're like Hey, what what's wrong? What happened? I'm like, something grabbed me. And they're like, nothing grabbed you. Go back to sleep. And then I'm like, uh, okay, I guess. Good night. And that was really that. That was uh, really really fascinating. Um, when I was younger, I used to shoot, see what was referred to as shadow people mostly. Um, mm-hmm. Dark figures around. It doesn't help that my mom had a huge fear of, like, demons and stuff invading our house, so she would annoy our house with oil and stuff like that whenever we moved in. And right now I work in a military hospital, and sometimes you hear really strange things, and you go to find out what they are, and there's nothing there. And I work overnight there, so... It's pretty creepy. You work the graveyard shift. <laughs> okay. Well, Mrs. J, talk to the people that had a question. I was just going to ask, Miss um, Rain, do you think that, because um, I hear a lot of people when they say their children see ghosts at, like, in their house, do you think that's um, 
I'm trying to think what, the, what I was going to say because I had it in my head and I totally forgot what it was. Um, Perceiving things? Yeah. I think she was asking, is are children more keen to this, you know, kind of other dimension? Yeah. Yeah, what I personally think um, is that I do think that's the case. Uh, I feel like we have, like, a natural defense that lets us know what is possible and what isn't possible. So we're able to kind of, like, organize our brains as adults to not allow that kind of, you know, anything to deviate from that unless, you know, you're actually having an experience. I think as children, you might be a little bit more sensitive to being able to experience something like that. Just like my brother, he works with mentally ill people. And one time he told me, which he is religious, he's Christian, uh, he was like, like, you know what, Um, I don't think that they're all crazy all the time. I, he said, I think that some people are sensitive to some things. And in some areas, um, whatever the area is, some some areas it's weaker, like, you know, reality, the difference between reality and what we consider to be paranormal is weaker, and, and certain people are just sensitive to that. And he he does work with people who say they see and, you know, hear and stuff like that. And he's saying, yeah, they are, but some of that stuff, you know, they might actually be experiencing. And if you're a person and you're sensitive to that and you're grown, I could see you having some type of psychosis or having some type of uh, mental illness. So that's a lot to deal with. All right. Yeah, I, I can try to imagine. All right, folks, this is right there. I have something coming up here. Listen to just a moment. The first thing you've got to know is you've got it all wrong. Take everything you think you know about theology and throw it away. When you're ready, listen on. It was a cold night. Colder than usual for the city, at least. The moon showed above us, lighting our path. We didn't need to see to know our destination. The place may as well have been programmed into our minds. The only place open on the far end of town, overlooking a placid ocean that stretched for who knows how long, drew us like a flame. The building, decrepit and decayed as it was, let loose a soft light from one of its windows. A single word, its paint chipped away, stretched over the plate glass. At one point, it read Jerry's, but now it was more like Ickney's. The condition of the place belied its popularity. Unless you knew of it, you'd overlook it, or write it off as a drug den. Drugs were just one of the many things it offered, but only to a close crowd of hand-picked customers. Everyone else knew it as a coffee house that stayed open despite its lack of business. Many suspected that it was a front for something more sinister, or that it was simply being funded from the owner's pockets alone. If they only knew, they'd wish that the explanation was that simple. Still, 
the thoughts of the general populace aren't why you're listening to this, are you? You're listening to this because you're insane. Oh, sorry. That just kind of slipped out. What I meant was, you're listening to this because you're seeking, like many others, deification. I have to warn you, you're traveling a well-worn but nonetheless dangerous path. If you want to continue, fine. Just don't blame me. You're going to need a full bottle of alcohol, preferably whiskey, though the brand doesn't matter, a knife, a mix-up Destroying Angel, Hellbore, and Belladonna. All of these things must be gotten at the same place. This is the place where you will be performing the ritual, so be sure that it's lonely or you risk being caught. Now, I know what you're thinking. How the hell am I going to get a bottle of whiskey, a knife, and some rare herbs all in the same place? All I can say is, there's ways. Manipulate a friend into buying these things and giving them to you at the ordained spot. Find the rare herb, knife, alcohol store. I, I don't know. I just know how it must be done. When you've done this, wait for a night when the stars sparkle like the shards of a shattered mirror. If it's the right time, you should smell incense faintly on the wind. As soon as you arrive, the skies will darken to a royal purple, and the grasses, even if not present before, will blacken. The slightest touch will make them crumble, so it's easy to know where you've been before. Look to the horizon, and you'll see white pillars jutting up into the sky. Walk towards them. You'll want to take the most direct path possible. Trust me on this. It's my only gift to you. Approaching them, you'll find a woman chained to the bottom of a deep well, deeper than you could possibly hold your breath. She doesn't struggle, doesn't scream, simply stares up at you with a persistent want. Don't meet her gaze, or you'll find yourself walking towards the well, whether you want to or not. You'll jump in, and eventually drown trying to save her. Keep walking towards the pillars to find a series of raised platforms forming a staircase to the highest one. As you walk up them, you'll hear and see the most terrible things. People being slowly flayed to the bone, infants being raped, people screaming for help, for mercy. Ignore them. They are but memories now. You cannot save them. As you step onto the final platform, it will collapse out beneath you. Still got that alcohol from before? You're going to need it if luck's not in your favor. As you plummet to your death, you'll hear one of two things. A powerful voice stating that it is not yet your time to die. Or the same voice reciting a long list of everything you've ever done that would condemn you. If you hear the former, congratulations, you're in the clear. Skip the following message and carry on. If you hear the later, <laughs> well then, 
You'd better hope that Death's thirsty. If he is, you can trade that bottle of alcohol for one more year. It will be easily the most uneventful year you'll ever have, because your unplanned for extension cannot be allowed to have effects on the lives of others, lest it attract the notice of the archgods, who are very... destroy it all and start again, happy. Still, this kind of thing happens when you make people serve thousand-year-long shifts. Just saying, if any of them are listening to this. If all goes properly, you'll find yourself in a vast expanse of void. Stay perfectly still and watch the ground for flashing squares. These are markers for the more forgetful deities so that they can avoid a death by matter compression. That's right, you're in the heart of a black hole. Technically, you're smaller than even the lowest bit of subatomic material, but that's got no bearing on things. Remember that coffee house from before? That's your end goal. As you walk forward through the wormhole, keep it in your mind. Feel the cool sea breeze on your face. Smell the crisp, salty air. Hear the plucking of a nostalgic melody drift idly through the night. Go towards the light and open the door. If you did it correct, you'll see a very empty coffee house. Tables are scattered throughout the room, all in a state of disuse. Some chairs are tipped over, the food on the tables waiting patiently for owners who will never return. Choose one of them and sit down. Eventually, the piano man will notice you and come over. He will ask you about why you're here so late at night. The smell of stale coffee and cigarette smoke will lace his every breath, but make no notice nor mention of this, else you will be found the next morning reeking of bourbon and coffee. Your vocal cords will be messily removed from your throat, usually severing the jugular and be discovered in your rectum. If you give him a decent answer, he'll suddenly lean close to you and inhale deeply. Don't ask him what he's doing. Just hold up your packet of herbs. He'll snatch it away, a greedy gleam in his eyes, and point his grubby thumb towards the back. Walk back there, and you'll find the door to the cellar, conveniently hidden behind the register counter. Pull it open to find a beautiful man or woman shackled to one of the tiny room's walls. As soon as you go down, the door will slam shut behind you. You'll hear the sound of a lock clicking into place. The person before you is a god or goddess that has fallen from grace. If you wish to become a deity, you must find a way to kill them and steal their soul. Do this with much quickness. Chained or not, your face in a deity, if you're destroyed in the first couple of seconds, you'll eventually starve to death. But you'd give anything to be powerful, wouldn't you? And this is The Late Night with Lupus and Jay Talks to the People. 
And it is a good show indeed. Miss Rain, are you are you there? Are you with us? Miss mm-hmm. Rain, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, did you have some questions for Lupus and Brittany? Um, I, I just wanted to know how far do you guys travel from where you guys live already? Do you go over the country or do you just hit different spots up when you go uh, out and right, you... right now uh, we haven't gone very far. I think the farthest we've gone is um, Virginia City, Nevada. Uh, we're, we're based out of the Bay Area in, in California. So, about a few hour trip. Um, for the most part, we, we tend to stick around here, though. <clears throat> all of us would love to travel, but, you know, it, it all depends on, you know, day jobs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But at least for the most part, a lot of these ones that we try out are more where, like, like you know, these originals and ghost games are one that, like, I guess anybody could do anywhere. We we kind of focus on those. That's kind of the idea. It's like, what if the, you know, the everyman tried out these things? So, in general, we go for ones where the location could pretty much be, you know, anywhere nearby. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's plenty mm-hmm. of uh, scenarios where they could be tried anywhere, you know, versus kind of like Ouija board, whatever type of ritual, mm-hmm. but. Then there's exactly. other things where it's like a, spe- a certain specific area, like they said, uh, what's it called, West uh, Eastern State Penitentiary, and that's like near Philly, mm-hmm. in Philly, like that haunted jail, yeah. and that'll be something like that. But I I would think that it would take like either this would have to be like your full-time position or you would have to have more financial help, like maybe it gets picked up by a network and then you can have exactly. the budget to, do that type of thing. Exactly. That's something that we would love to do, but um, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it's just not not feasible at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's in the future, but we you know we make do with what we got. Um, mm-hmm. One actually cool thing, um, I think it was called the Dealer. Uh, I actually ended up stumbling across the story, and it described a place in Sacramento. That was next to um, it was uh, Evangeline's costume shop, and I'm reading the circle, and I know exactly where that is. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. So immediately we're like, we're doing this. This this specific location that's like an hour away. We're gonna go do that. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Where do you get a lot of those stories from? Like a lot of those. Well, uh, it's. It, I would say it's a pretty good mix. Um, a lot of them seem to be in more like, you know, the, the creepypasta realm. So I get a lot of these from like, you know, the creepypasta wiki. They have a, a ritual yeah, section. Uh, surprisingly, there's a website called scaryforkids.com, which has a lot of these like, you know, ghost games and all that. And that website is not for kids, man. That has some intense stories <laughs> on there. That is not... That is not scary for kids. That is scary for adults. And then um, also trying out more, 
I guess more not really legends or maybe other methods of trying to like you know contact spirits or anything. Like we've done the Ouija board, we've done um, you know spirit box radio. We just recently did one that was the you know the the video infinite loop where you take a camera, hook it up to a TV, and and put it on itself. So it kind of does this loop that spirits are supposed to come up from. So from a variety of resources. Okay, that makes sense. So basically you do your research and, you know, you're able to locate different interesting things you incorporate into your your channel. Yeah. By the way, I want to ask, Brittany, where do you get uh, your spells and stuff from? Like, where do you find it? It's a secret. It's in your secret. It's from Barnes and Nobles and the Internet. There you go. That's where I find my Which curses? Available at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> That's cool. All right, and um, I think that's pretty much all the questions I have for right now. Okay. All right. Yeah, I personally enjoy the Will It the Will It Kill Me series. Uh, I think I found out I found out about Lupus Creepus. I was searching for something online. I don't remember what it was, but somehow I stumbled into this thing about the um, elevator game. And then I think I saw one of his videos and his assistant, Brittany, and, you know, they were going up and down different floors. And, you know, every time that door opened, I didn't know if something was really going to jump out. Actually, Lucas, when you were, like, on that elevator and doing stuff like that, did you, like, have, like, scruples or any kind of anxiety at all? You just, you didn't really have any, you didn't really have any, you know, worries or anything like that? Um, I'd say the more that I end up doing these, the more skeptical I get because we haven't had anything that, you know... I've 100% worked yet. So, I mean, as it goes on, you get a little more like, okay, I've done, you know, 10 of these so far, so this is probably going to follow the pattern. But always in the back of your mind, you're always just kind of wondering, like, hey, you know, this is the unknown. I mean, I, I don't know anything about this. So maybe this this is the one that's going to have a result. Maybe this, this is going to be the one where things happen. And... Actually, Brittany almost ended up playing a prank on me during that elevator game one. I can't run very fast. (laughs) Because supposedly with that one is when you hit a certain point on the elevator, the doors open and a woman's supposed to enter. And you're not supposed to look at her, talk to her or anything. And it can look like anybody, even somebody. Brittany was considering running up the stairs, hitting like that floor, and then getting on the elevator that time. And... You know, she knows me. We're all looking at her going like, oh, God, she's either playing a joke on me or this is happening. And I can't look at her. I can't talk to her. I'm just rolling with it. I just don't like stairs, so it didn't happen. Saved by stairs. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't know how to take that. If I did that and that actually happened, there would be so many thoughts going through my head. I, yeah. I I hear you. 
I always joke that if something oh. were to happen, I'm out. I'm just running out of that room. <laughs> if you can, I'm back. There's a ghost in there. I'm done. You, it works for out. out. <laughs> it might be too late, though, as soon as you get there. Excuse me. True, true. So, Brittany, you, you've enjoyed being his uh, assistant, I think. Like, you, there's been some, some, um, some rituals where you volunteered to be a sacrifice if it had to take, if it had to be that way. That's true. Who else is going to do it? Because <laughs> I don't really care. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Okay, this time, okay, I'll be there. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, so so bold. If no one else will do it, she will. <laughs> and I also enjoyed that one where you did the ritual and driving down the highway at night in the car. That was, oh yeah, um, that would be mm-hmm. the eleven miles. Either that or one that yeah. yeah, either one of those, yeah. Both of them were 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 very interesting because, you know, those those roads are ones I don't normally travel down at night and it's dark and, you know, creepy. So you you just really get that vibe of just like there could be anything out there and the only thing that's separating that from you know, for me is this car. This Really, car that I'm sure anything could probably just rip open real easily. Yeah, that car may not, you know, that car is all you got. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's something else. I would have to really build up the nerve. And then, of course, you guys done the the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. I think. I think Mrs. J talks to the people who've done the Ouija board before. I haven't. They do, do they still sell those in certain stores today? Or you can't find them you. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the same thing. You could get it at your local Toys R Us or maybe Walmart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we got ours at Target. I bought mine online. Oh, yeah, you bought a fancy one. I bought a generic one at Target. You ever been tempted to pick up one of those, Miss Rain, from your local Toys R Us store? Nope. I will walk right past the aisle. I wouldn't even be looking in that direction. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need any communication. I have a cell phone. Only for the living. Yeah, you probably figure, well, you probably halfway doomed if you even think about going down that aisle. I just feel like, <laughs> like maybe if I never had no experience, I would try it just to play around. But since I already had that, I don't even want to entertain that type of situation. <laughs> I don't want to see nothing about it. I'm good. I don't know. But... This is how I feel. Now, Lupus, now 
since you, you said every time you do these rituals, it builds up more skepticism, Mm-hmm. Have you ever, I don't know, I might have missed a video, but have you ever done one where you just on purposely did it incorrectly so something would happen to try to make anything come out? Actually, yes. Um, one of the big ones that we did like that was the the dead poets game where you're, essentially you're supposed to go to a spot where a particular type of person died and you set up a whole like a table thing and you pour wine and you have a, a sort of little game with them. Now that ritual also came with a story about someone who tried this thing in like a stage setting and did it all wrong. And the resulting, you know, effects of him doing it wrong was that this, ghost possessed him and he went crazy and killed like all the people in the theater and that was one where it's like we're not going to have a spot where we could find like a spot where a particular person died and do this sort of thing but we could recreate the the failure that that other guy did in the story and see if that happens so that was when we we went into it going, we're going to do this wrong because supposedly if we do it wrong, I'll get possessed and try to murder everybody in the theater. And, you know, obviously that, that didn't happen. Yeah, big crock. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. I also start breaking rules if um, nothing's really going on just, just to kind of you know, if, if nothing's happening, I'll I'll poke the hornet's nest. I think um, Charlotte is Charlotte's Web, the Charlotte's Web game. There was one there where you're not to talk about bears or fire or anything like that, and that's you know, once nothing's happening, I start going, "What do you think about bears? Do you like fire?" Nothing that I can think of. Hopefully I don't think of anything interesting, uh, you know, as soon as this show is over. But I think I kind of asked uh, most things. Um, I'm pretty interested in probably taking a look at some of his episodes. I haven't watched, like, a full one. I just watched a, a couple with you. So I think that would kind of be interesting to take a look at his channel and see what's on there. Well, I do hope you enjoy it. All right, thank you. Mhm. Yeah, we sure we sure will. We'll continue to keep looking, keep searching, keep finding out new things, new things that are out there that we're yet to find out and know about. And I do want to thank both of you, all of you coming on the show tonight. You are very welcome. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, you... I'll be here again. Okay. <laughs> all right, thank all of you for listening. Y'all have a good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.